right, welcome to Scotty Knows Podcast. This is our annual NFL preview, and this year we have a special guest and a surprise for you. He is the offensive coordinator for the North Fargo High School Spartans, and also my son. Let's welcome Troy Peterson to the Scotty Knows Podcast. Welcome aboard, Troy. Hey, let's go. Let's I'm excited to be here. Hopefully, uh, hopefully my my takes won't be as cold as the weather here in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> well, the good thing about them is they really won't go. They won't be proven for months from now. So people might even forget about what, what right. we said on here. <laughs> we, well, I'm saying right now we should do a follow-up podcast based on our takes so we can kind of, you know, take a look and see what we're doing. But I might forget about it if my takes turn out to be really bad. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna just we're gonna break it down. We'll go division by division, conference by conference, and um, we'll start with uh, we'll start with the AFC East, which is a highly contested uh, division to start with here, and also some very tough schedules in here. And I think that's gonna um, probably preclude whoever wins this division. Uh, from being a one seed, maybe even a two seed, because the schedules are so tough. The AFC East crossover uh, NFC schedule is the NFC East, which is probably the strongest division in the NFC. Uh, so they got some tough, tough scheduling in here. Um, I'm going to break down what I think uh, is a tough, tough division, but. Um, I know the the sexy the sexy pick here is the Jets because everybody thinks that uh, Aaron Rodgers coming over is going to spark this team that was um, in contention for the playoffs all season last year until the very end with some bad quarterback play. Um, however, there is a lot of new pieces here, and we've seen this before. The Eagles tried this in the past before they've gotten themselves righted here. The Redskins or the Commanders, they were the Redskins, um, have also tried this, bringing in a bunch of free agents. It's never worked in the past. And now we've got the aging quarterback. Um, Strangely enough, the Jets tried this with Brett Favre, and it didn't work out for them in the past. I still think the Bills have the best roster in this division and the best quarterback in this division. I got the Bills going 12 and 5, the Jets 7, the Dolphins 10 and 7, and the Patriots 7 and 10. Um, I think the Patriots are going to probably be the decider in this if they knock off somebody in these games, which I'm sure they will because their defense is super, super strong. They're going to be a deciding factor. How do you see it, Troy? Yeah, I think obviously we're starting with, you know, maybe the best division in football. Um, and it, it will be interesting, you know, coming from a, well, I guess an, an Aaron Rodgers hater, if you will. <laughs> um, and now you get to be the Aaron Rodgers hater. because Oh, I hated him already, so it was all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, But uh, the one thing you did touch on, as long as he takes like a a Brett Favre approach and goes to the Vikings next year after a failed New York (laughs) Jets attempt, then then we'll see next year. Maybe I will be an Aaron Rodgers fan. But um, 
No, I I would say the Bills probably do have the most, um, you know, experience and solid roster. The Jets, there's like you said, there's a lot of of changes there. The interesting thing is that defense was good to great last year, um, and so you know that's a good spot for Aaron Rodgers to come into. Um, we'll see how quickly he seems to be trying to be a stand-up dude at the moment. Uh, but obviously that can fade real quick too. Um, the Dolphins are interesting if Tua can stay healthy. Um, uh, you know, that offense was was humming pretty good last year. Uh, but I, I see kind of the same. I think the Bills are in that 12-win range, um, Jets and Dolphins in that 11-10 to 10 range. And then I think the Patriots will probably be, yeah, that 7-10 and 10 record. Um but they're probably better than seven and ten. But just the schedule alone probably puts them at seven and ten in that kind of that range. Um, so I would go, yeah, I would go Bills one, uh, Jets and Dolphins, kind of a toss up for two, three, and then Patriots four. Yeah, I think the other thing that people might be overlooking last year is that the Jets were playing a last place schedule in that also, and that had something to do with. Uh, some of the wins they accumulated along the road there. But, yeah, the defense played really well in some games, not as great in others. But the other thing, you know, the way they played offense last year, the Jets, they yep. they ran the ball a lot, you know, which ate a lot of clock. That's not going to happen this year. Aaron's going to be out there winging it around. So the defense actually might be on the field a little bit more, which might contribute to them not being quite as good as they were last year also. Yeah, I think there were, there were some games too, to your point, where the other team, you know, when when you're trying to make sure that you know Mike White doesn't make a comeback, <laughs> you know, you're not necessarily pedal to the metal on offense and, and yeah. kind of looking to press the issue. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into that. I do like a lot of their their pieces over there, but um, I'd agree. I it almost feels does to me it feels like maybe just because I, you know, I, I'm more familiar with the Packers and the NFC North, but it really feels like it's a pretty similar team to like the last two years Packers teams. I mean, um, a good defense, a team that's going to want to run the ball. I I think Aaron Rodgers is going to run. I think the Jets, if they're smart, they're going to run the ball more than, you know, maybe some of the people are talking about um, with, with Hall and and now Delvin Cook. Um, I just, I, I don't know. It feels like the same kind of set up as the the Packers have been the last couple of years and um I mean which has been a solid team they, they won games so yeah I don't know and I, you know the other that you know where I don't understand is well like people are like well Rogers in a better position now and I'm like I don't see how that's true like he's got tougher competition in the division now um the Jets offensive line is not as good as what the Packers had the last couple of years that's their their weakness when you when you're yeah. paying all these stars, you suffer somewhere, and the offensive line is kind of where it's going to happen. Their wide receivers, you know, Garrett's great, you know, he Wilson's great, you know, but yeah. you know, then they got Lazard yeah. is the same crossover. They brought Randall Cobb, like they brought the same guys over. Yeah, and the running it's... the running game is the, the the Packers running game was great. Yeah, you know. So I don't see it as it's automatically he's going to do better. I think he's in a 
tougher place. And he went from being maybe the best or second best quarterback in the conference to being like the sixth or seventh best quarterback in the conference. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Let's let's move on to maybe the worst division in the whole world, the AFC South. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got the Jags, Titans, Colts, and Texans. So Woo. in this division, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the Texans, new quarterback, and new coaching staff again. So they're a work in progress. The Colts have kind of – I don't know what the Colts are doing. Like they've got they've got a new quarterback. They took a quarterback that played like what seven games in his college career, and <laughs> some of them were pretty ugly. Um, but he's an amazing physical specimen. Yeah. But, well, it, yeah. it'll be interesting to see if Jim Ursay doesn't like to pay running backs. Will he pay? <laughs> will he pay a running back to play quarterback for him? I think I think Richardson is is broken the code, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just Call enough you. crossover where, yep, that's our guy. Call yourself a quarterback, and you'll get paid. Uh, the Titans. Yeah. Um, I think people are sleeping on the Titans a little bit. Yep. They they got hurt. They had so many injuries last year, so they kind of fell apart at the end. And I think people are just writing the Titans off. I think the Titans, if they can stay healthy, are every bit as good as the Jags. Um, the Jags, adding Calvin Ridley was a really nice pickup for them, but that's a guy who struggled to stay healthy. The way I see it, the way I've got it written down here is Jags ten and seven, Titans nine and eight, and then the Colts and Texans both four and thirteen, and that's kind of being generous, figuring they'll yeah. split split with each other, and the schedules are kind of soft in there, and they'll find a way to win. One of them probably is only going to win two or three games, but I couldn't figure out. I I don't know what the Colts are going to be if Taylor stays. They're a lot better than they are if Taylor goes, then they may win two games. Yeah. No, I, I see it the same way. I, the Jaguars, um, I'm not as high as some people are on them. Um, but, you know, I, I think they can only, you know, continue to, continue to, you know, get better in a way. Um, not, maybe the record doesn't get a whole lot better. But, yeah, 10-7 sounds about right for them. I think the Titans will probably be uh, have a winning record. Um, obviously they need to make sure Derrick Henry stays on the field. That offensive yeah. line needs to be a little bit better. It can't just be Derrick Henry. It needs to be a lot better. It needs to be yeah. a lot better. <laughs> so, I mean, that would be my question mark also. Uh, the the defense is always pretty strong, you know, defensive front, but I think that the, the corners on that team are a little underwhelming as well. Uh, yep. Texans? I agree have a good year i mean i i really do but uh, and honestly i could see the texans winning six seven games uh depending on how um, he doesn't need to do too much i mean there's a team that yeah could win some games with davis mills and and yeah and the, they put yeah and they put know. a couple of pieces in there like he's not completely stroud they they, they have a couple of guys that are that are decent you know they're they're their wide receiver, Nico Collins, Tank Dell is pretty good. They, Mechie's going to come back and play this year. They have a couple of guys. I mean, none of them are obviously, um, right. but they're athletes, so that should help. And and last year, we know Pierce was really good. Adding yeah. Singletary, 
adding Singletary will help take the load off him a little bit. Um, and, you know, he's a decent pass catcher also. So, yeah, the Texans absolutely, if they if they sweep the Colts, they can definitely get to five, six wins. I Yeah, and I, well, and the other thing is I think Will Anderson probably comes in and is a eight, nine sack guy right out, off the bat. Yep. You know, yep. and I, they need that. You know, they need that. Because the, yeah. the the secondary is not so bad on the on the Houston, but they just they, I don't know. I feel like they are pretty low on you know pressuring the quarterback. Um, so yeah, I think I think they'll be number three, um, unless the Colts get you know Aaron Rodgers back in a trade for Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, that I that's how I'd have it too. All right, now the NFC North, uh, AFC North. Now, there's an argument you could make for every single team to win this division. I think, yeah. I yeah. think, I think they're all good teams that could be great. I think, um, I, I personally believe the Ravens, who many people feel some for some reason are the best team in that you know the biggest <laughs> challenger. I think the Ravens are the last place team in this division. I do. I think the Browns and Bengals are are going to be one, two. I think the Steelers will be three and the Ravens four. Now, that being said, the Ra- I got them 11-6, 11-6, 10-7, 9-8. I saw, I mean, they're separated by two games. So, they, you know, if, if things go right for the Ravens and everybody stays healthy, which never happens for them, um, yeah, I guess they could they could win a division. But I think the Bengals, if you go default and if everybody just has the median line, the Bengals are going to win this division because Joe Burrow and their wide receivers yeah. are beastly. Yeah. Um, but the lack of – I mean, losing Samaje Pirine is, I think, going to be felt by them. Yep. Um, Mixon is another year older, and he didn't have a great year last year. Um, I think the lack of a running game is going to catch up to them a little bit this year, and they're going to get some pressure on that offensive line that did better last year, but the year before, Burrow got hit a ton, and I think he's going to get hit a ton again. Um, that could be the difference, especially in this division where the defenses are strong. The Browns, I think, have made leaps. I expect Watson to play way better than he did last year. I think he'll be back to almost what he was, and by midseason he'll get it rolling. The Steelers are the question mark because we don't know what Pickett is yet. <laughs> a lot of mistakes last year, but he looked good at times. The defense might have to carry them a little bit. But, yeah, the the crazy thing is that the Ravens in their first five games have all three of their road division games in there. Um, so they're they're at the Bengals, at at the Browns, at the Steelers, all in the first five games. So we we will know what the Ravens are after the first quarter of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I this is another this one is a fun division because like you said any. It could go a number of different ways. Um, I am actually going to take the best coach in the division to win it, and that is Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I All think right. Kenny, Kenny Pickett, 
well, I don't think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback if he's just better than he was last year and makes another step. I think that there's enough pieces around him. The, the, my biggest concern is, is the offensive line there as well because um, they were horrendous last year. Um, so if they can get that fixed a little bit, um, get Najee Harris going a little bit more. Uh, I think Pickens is awesome. I like Deontay Johnson still. I think that's uh, I, the key. Like, he just couldn't get the ball to Johnson enough. And that, as yeah. I think, really hurt them last year. Because that dude's a, a baller. So they need to figure out how to get the ball in his hands more. And that will exponentially end up helping them. He ended up really feeding Fryermuth a lot. Which yeah. which you get for a rookie quarterback's going to look for the big tight end. Because he's a, he's a comfort zone. But... Make that next step. He's going to have to get the ball downfield and get the ball to Johnson. I hope a lot more. Yeah, well, and I, I think adding Washington as the rookie tight end too. Um, I know that there's a little, a, well, there's a lot of hype around him, but I think that's going to help the run game a lot if he can be a big physical blocker for them. Yeah, he's a, he's um, yeah he's another offensive lineman basically. He's yeah, a, yeah, he's a big, which is great. That's what they need, man. Yeah. That's what they need. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Steelers to win this. Okay. Um, and it's probably going to take 12 wins. So I guess I'll put, I'll take the Steelers at 12 and five. Um, and the defense is going to have to play really well for them. But I think that, I mean, like I said, I think Tomlin's the best coach in the division. Um, but I'll have the Bengals right behind them, 11 and six. And then Ravens, Browns, one of them, I mean, either of those teams could be an 11, 12 win team or I could see them having a losing record if things don't go well um, like if Lamar doesn't stay healthy or if you know Lamar loses all of his weapons because it's Odell Beckham I don't know if there's much left in the tank there um, yeah I know, the, the rookie they like flowers I yeah flower, you know rookie wide receivers are always sketchy but I mean Push caps. I know everybody's all right, but this new offense, they're going to start throwing the ball around now. He's not going to be forced. I'm like going, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, a yeah. lot of Lamar's best plays are him breaking the breaking containment, running around and getting the ball downfield, which Odell yeah. will be great at. That'll, you know, he'll, Odell will find an open spot. He's by, you know, he's by far an, an upgrade. But again, like you said, like five operations, six operations later, what has Odell really got left in his tank? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then so. and Dobbins, Dobbins is good too. But even last year when he came back, he was he wasn't healthy. I mean, um, yeah. it's just so many question marks there. Um, so I like Lamar better than you do. I know at the quarterback position, um, yeah. it will be fun to not have to watch Hollywood Brown doing. <laughs> Seven touchdowns off his hands every, you know, every other week. Because um, that was getting ridiculous. Um, you, you and Levon blaming everything on Hollywood, oh, man. Hollywood is so bad. Just wait till we get to the Cardinals. We'll talk about that. Oh, God. We ain't going to spend um, much time there. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't, they're going to be bad even with Caleb Williams. So Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I got, yeah, Steelers. Bengals, and then I'm going to go Ravens, Browns. Um, right. I'll believe it when I see it with Deshaun. If he's back to, you know, the top five quarterback, then, then uh, you know, yeah, all bets are off. 
Um, I expect him to be, you know, probably closer to the guy that we saw last year than that guy. Um, it would be fun if he got back to that, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see many signs of it last year. Um, I like Kevin Stefanski coming from Minnesota. I mean, I think he's, yeah. a, he's a good coach, but um, I don't know. It's still, I think it's still Nick Chubb's offense. I was going to say they, they still wanna... got, they still have the best running back in the division by far. So, yeah. And, and they do for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see how far that gets them. So yeah. I, I'll have the Browns at nine and eight. Um, so Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, Browns. All right. We move on to the West where the, where the Kings reside, the Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes, the Chargers, the Broncos and the Raiders. Um, so, um, I know people are some of these teams in here. Um, I look at the Chiefs' schedule. I don't see now. I will put a caveat on this: if Chris Jones doesn't show up till Week Eight, <laughs> that's going to change a lot of things, a whole lot of things, because he kind of carries that defense. And if he's doesn't, if he's not there. Um, they could very easily go five and three, four and four in those eight games without him before he shows up. And then when he shows up, what kind of condition is the big man going to be in? And, you know, yeah. we've seen guys who hold out even just out of preseason come in and soft tissue injuries and all of those things creep up and they get banged up. So that could absolutely screw up their whole season. I'm going to go as if things are 100% and normal, and that is the Chiefs are going to go 13-4 and four because I don't see anybody in, in that division making a much run. The Chargers, man, I love Herbert, and I love Allen, and I love Williams. The problem is Allen and Williams were on the field together for, I think, 15 snaps last year. Um. Eckler is another year older, but he's a great running back. I, I think the Chargers are going to try to outscore everybody because they really didn't add anything to that defense. No. Uh, and and that defense was pretty porous last year, and I don't see how that changes. I got them 9-10 wins maybe. Um, the Broncos, I know everybody wants to, uh, wants to say they're going to be exponentially better with Sean Payton and they may be, well, they definitely will be coached better than they were last year. Yeah. And Russ, I think will obviously play better than he did last year because last year was just shit show for them. Um, but that being said, they've already lost two wide receivers. Judy's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Um, so they're struggling right now. Um, I got them in the nine win, eight, nine wins. And then the Raiders with Garoppolo. The Raiders have looked great in the preseason. I don't know if you've watched any of their games. They've looked great. They, they are playing hard. I would give them that, um, which, which may get them from the six wins that I'm giving them up to seven or eight wins. Um, yeah. But – but I don't know, man. I don't. I don't see it, and especially now. Jacobs, he's I guess showing up this week to go to camp. But again, that's another guy that sat out all of training camp, and now you're going to put the load on him. I don't know. It just that never works out well, especially yep. at running back. You just I I don't know. I um 
I see it similar. I think the Chiefs will win the division with or without Chris Jones, honestly. Um, because, you know, this was everybody's darling division last year. Um, yeah. And then obviously it, it kind of, the week. <laughs> it fell apart fast. Um, as they tend to do. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, no kidding. Um, I think the Chiefs will win it, but I don't think it's going to be, I don't think they're going to be a number one seed. Um, I actually, I don't even think they'll be a number two seed. I think they'll be somewhere in that, I think 11 wins probably wins this division pretty handily. Um, Broncos may be my least favorite team in the NFL this year. Uh, I'm let's not ride. Come on, let's Russell ride. Wilson. And I, I, Sean Payton is definitely my least favorite coach in the NFL. So I yeah. wish nothing but uh, losses to the Broncos. Uh, I am sorry to the Bronco faithful. Yeah. They don't have much. You're, they you're don't have much it. charisma. They don't have much charisma. No, man. It was, <laughs> actually, the, the one thing that I do like about the Broncos is that um, Sean Payton is beefing with Aaron Rodgers. So I hope both of them just the demise of both of them <laughs> is fighting with each other. Um, so I think I think the Chargers and Broncos will both be nine win, eight or nine wins. Um, so about five hundred could yeah. go either way. Um, and so, obviously, the Chiefs with 11 should run away with that division. And, and they don't need to be great, honestly, um, to do that. And then the Raiders, yeah, I, six or seven wins sounds about right. I don't think Garoppolo is enough to push them into, like, wild card contention, really. But I think they'll be a, a solid football team. They're, they're going to be one of those teams that will – surprise some good teams and, and yeah you know i, I think I they'll beat a couple of good teams yeah i agree yeah. i think they'll beat a couple of good teams along the way because they're gonna be really you know they're gonna play hard and if you don't come ready to play they'll catch you yeah and i i think what garoppolo does give you is a team that probably won't beat themselves a whole lot um i don't think they're gonna i mean at least they're not gonna try to so right. um if jacobs if jacobs runs like he did last year you know, maybe they're pushing. They they could it's they could be second in this division pretty easily. But I just don't, I think another year of Jacobs. You know, that was a big workload last year. Yeah, very rarely do guys do that back to back years. It's, yeah. it's very rare. You got to be special, and it's and it's not like Josh Jacobs. Um, you know, is Adrian Peterson or something like that. Uh, he, he last year was by far his best year. Um, and I, I, you know, I like his game. I think that he's still going to be a, you know, a top back in this league. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see him going for 1600 yards or whatever he did last year again. So um, I'll go chiefs, chargers, Broncos, Raiders, and chiefs by quite a bit. Yeah. That's kind of how I see it. We'll just swing back around. We're going to move over to the NFC now. Okay. Um, and, um, We'll stay out west. We'll work our way back this way now. So, NFC right. West, um, and this is uh, a division that's got two really good teams and two really bad teams, um, including what I believe is not even arguably the worst team in the NFL. Um, you've got the Niners, the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Um, the Niners, you know, to me – are are super interesting like because they're you know there's a lot of good players on this roster um but none of them play quarterback and 
I, you know, I know everybody loves Brock Purdy with seven games. Yeah. Um, you know, and then their backup is Sam Darnold. And we've seen Sam Darnold. We know what he is at this point, I think. Um, so I think they're vulnerable every Sunday, no matter who they play. If, if somebody, you know, can move the ball on their, on the Niner defense. That being said, I still have them winning 11 or 12 games and being the first place team. Seattle, last year I picked Seattle for last place and Gino came out of nowhere and yeah. all, all over the planet. And they won a lot of games and, and actually made the playoffs. Um, the question is, does Gino duplicate that? And, yeah. And Damn if I know. <laughs> Same. I mean, was it magic in a bottle or is it a, a career revitalization? I, who knows, man? Yeah, and that's where the question is. They can be an 11 to 12 win team. They could be an 8 or 9 win team. Yeah. Um, the, the defense is pretty good, but they couldn't stop the run last year. I don't know if the moves they made are going to help that. They're, they added some guys, but none of them are – I don't think needle movers there. Um, so that's going to be a, still a question. That being said, there's both of these teams are starting with four wins. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you got to figure they're going to get to 11 or 10 wins. Um, I'm going to say Niners, then Seahawks, the Rams. I've got them for winning three games, two of them against the Cardinals and maybe somewhere along the line. Staff, Stafford and Cup get them another win somewhere. <laughs> um, and the Cardinals, two maybe, if they manage to split with the Rams. And I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> those those two teams are awful. The Rams really. I mean, we'll see what McVeigh, what what the boy genius has got in his pocket. All I know is that he he was. He was quoted as saying he didn't want to go through a rebuild and was ready to quit last year. And then everybody probably said, dude, that's kind of a douchey thing to do. And he said, all right, fine, I'll stay. But <laughs> you know, So that's not real encouraging. Not making me think his heart and soul is in this. I think this can go really bad, but then really fast. Um, which, but I do think that makes Cooper Cup a great fantasy pick because they're going to be trailing a lot and they're going to be Three. winning the round. You said you said three wins. Yeah, three. Oh, three. That's all I'm giving them. Three. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if Cooper Cup goes down again, and oh, Cooper Cup goes down again, they may they they they're in the same boat as the Cardinals. They're rowing on the except for Stafford's there, but who knows what what his arm is really like at this point? It was hanging by a thread last year when he went down. So, yeah, yep. you know that's the other thing is like you know. If he starts taking a beating out there, you know, they're, they're going to be a lot of screen passes and balls coming out quick. And yep. you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. They're, they're kind of a hot mess too, I think. I agree. So the 49ers, I, you know, I really like what, what Shanahan does with the pieces that he has. Um, Shanahan and Lynch, combine the GMs 
not so good, but Shanahan coaching has, you know, has shown that he's yeah. capable yeah. Of, of, of a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sold on Brock Purdy either. I love the story, of course. <laughs> um, it's kind of fun, but can he carry an NFL team for a full season? I don't know. The, the nice thing is, like, in that offense with, with those playmakers, he, do, he just needs to distribute the ball, um, and that's what Shanahan has done, you know. So it would be interesting to see, uh, you know, a, a top-tier quarterback in this offense, but that's not what they have. Um, yeah. So, but also, if Purdy stays within himself, you know, he, which he did last year, he was so good about just not trying to do too much that that's kind of what made him special for that team. So I think, yeah, I think they'll win 11, 12 games and win the division pretty actually very easily. Um, I'm actually going Rams two in this division. Woo! I'm going to get, I'm going to give this your hot take. It's smoking hot. It's smoking hot take. <laughs> no, before you get too crazy, I have them two with nine wins. Um, I, I think Seattle, I'm going to go more of a flash in the pan with the whole Geno okay. Smith experience. I like Geno Smith. I think, I mean, even back when he was with the Jets, he got just trashed on. Um, and I don't, I don't know if there's a single quarterback that could have taken those offenses anywhere. But um, anyway, I, I like Geno. I, I wish him the best. I, but I just don't, I don't see that carrying over to a second year. And um, the the uh, receiver, uh, everybody's you know I I think he was the best rookie receiver coming out. That was pretty you know unanimous across the board. But I I don't see him changing this offense a lot when well, receiver was already kind of a strength. Yeah, he's um, I mean he's in the best situation of all the rookie wide receivers. Also, right, he doesn't have to carry the the load. He's got they got Metcalf and they got Lockett who's who I like a lot. So he can just run around a little bit. He does, you know what I mean? Like he's going to, he's going to, I, I think he'll do, he'll have a good year. Hit the numbers. He may not be the best fantasy yeah. rookie wide receiver, but I think he'll be the most impactful as far as within the offense. Like it'll be good for him. I think, I think that'll be good for him. I, It, it, they're kind of like the, like I said, the Seahawks are kind of, you know, you never really know, like, because I think they really, Pete Carroll would rather run the ball more than throw the ball, but, you know, Walker's already banged up, and yeah, the rookie Charbonneau, you know, I mean, he's, I think he's a better pass catcher than runner, I think, and like so, like they've got a lot of guys, and all those tight ends all had big years last year, yeah. Um, I think I think they're gonna. I don't know. I think he's gonna probably want to throw it more than run it because their best players are are on the receiving end of it. So yeah, but then we'll see what Gino. We'll see what Gino's got. That's the thing is now you're putting a lot of the the weight on on Gino's shoulders. Um, I like Ken Walker um, a lot, but yeah, he's already banged up, and we'll see what that looks like. But anyway, I got the Rams over the Seahawks this year. Um, and that could go south just like it did last year, but you know, obviously, I'm not going to plan for injury before the season starts. Right. No, no, you gotta, um, 
Gotta so call it yeah, like seem healthy. I think when you have when you have Stafford, who is best quarterback in that division, um, and then you have Aaron Donald still plays football. I'm I'm told, <laughs> yeah. um, and then you also have Cooper Cup, the best receiver in the division, or maybe in all of football. Uh, just those three alone can't carry them to. You know, Thing, but I think they can carry them above Seattle and certainly above Arizona, um, who is yeah. Yeah, at this point in time I can, definitely the worst I could throw I could throw a bag of built balls on the field and be better than Arizona at this point. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, but yeah, that's I guess that's my hot take for for okay. this division. Yeah, no, that's definitely that's 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 a good hot take. All right, well, the NFC North where resides. Everybody's darling, the Detroit Lions, the yeah. Minnesota Vikings, the Chicago Bears, and the Green Bay Packers. And this might be the most interesting year for this division in a while. Yeah. Right? So Aaron Rodgers leaving the division kind of, you know, everybody had to exhale a little bit over there, even though the Packers struggled the la- last year. Um, now, the Vikings, we'll talk about them for a minute here. Like, did, you would think the Vikings coming off the year of last year and with the pieces they had intact, which was Kirko um, and Jefferson and Cook and Hawkinson, that the Vikings would go all in and make moves to say, this is our year, we're going to win this division and we're going to roll. They've done the opposite. They've purged eight starters, I think, yeah, off of this team. And they're like, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, I think that they still will be competitive to the end as far as being in this division. And I think they're the only team that will compete for a wild card outside of the NFC East. Like, I don't see a team in the South or the West. Like, I, I think the Seahawks... The first and second place teams in the West, I think only one team out of the South, and I think there's going to be at least two in the East, and I think the third in the East will fight with the Vikings for the last wild card spot. Um, I don't see how it goes anyway, even though the South has super easy schedules. I'm not as high on the – I don't think the Lions are going to run away with the world like like the media seems to – think um i think that they're good um but you know golf hasn't really strung together a bunch of great seasons he's had some good seasons some bad seasons i think their wide receiver core is st brown is really good but he's a little guy and then after that I mean, I don't know, like, so much. They they, they got a rookie tight end. Um, I think they've, they've got all new running backs. I, and the defense was terrible last year. It got better as the year went on. They've added some pieces. Chauncey Gardner in the back should help them a little bit in coverage. Um, I still see the Lions as 10 wins, maybe. Um, and then the Vikings at either nine or 10 wins. And then 
Um, the Bears, that's another team. I think Justin Fields is also going with the break the code and I'll be a running back that plays quarterback so I can get some money. Um, and I know, I know people, I know people want to be high on Justin Fields. Like he's turned the corner or something, but he turned the corner. He threw 15 touchdown passes last year. That's less than one a game, you know, and he threw for under 3000 yards. Like he's not a quarterback. And then I think the Packers will actually be better than the bears. I think Jordan love is better than fields. And I think the Packers will be better than the Bears this year. So I'm picking the Bears for last. I got a Lions, Vikings, Packers, Bears. I think the Packers and Bears will both be six or seven wins. But I like the Packers more than the Bears. Yeah. I I, I know this is, your, this is your home division. This hey. is your home division here. So here we go. My chance to shine here, okay. Um, <laughs> let's start with Chicago then. Um, I think Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Um, he was not last year. Some people try, I, I don't know, no matter how much Twitter tries to tell me that Justin Fields was good last year, I not. Um, well, fantasy football. That's what yeah, it is, fantasy you. football. Fantasy thank football you. people will tell you, Justin Fields was great. He averaged 25 points a game. I'm like, yeah, because he got yeah. – he got 10 points and two touchdowns rushing every week. So you got 22 of them at running back. He's not. Yeah. A... <laughs> I, I think he will take steps forward as a passer because um, in college he was, he was a pretty good, he was a, he was a good arm talent. He was, um, I think it was not great coaching last year. This wasn't a very well coached team. Um, we'll see if that gets better this year. I just, I believe Justin Fields will be a really good quarterback in the NFL. I just don't know if it'll be this year or not. Um, he'll be a good fantasy quarterback again this year. But, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's fantasy football has made him really good. Um, he's, he's, he's not quite there. And last I checked, the Chicago defense is actually bad. So <laughs> that, yeah. those two things together, the Chicago uh. Bears train can slow down. For me so well, well uh, wait don't forget nick fangio's back so so that he's gonna he, probably yeah i guess he's gonna start making sacks and tackling had, people yeah he had good defenses <laughs> at least five ten years ago so um, that makes them a lot better yeah uh, so i don't i actually think chicago will be the worst team in this division um but they'll still be a solid football team I, I seven eight wins probably um i this this division is actually kind of underrated at this point um even though a lot of people are high on detroit and depending on who you talk to green bay chicago minnesota um you know some people have them as low as seven wins on all those teams some people have them winning the division um, i think it'll be a really fun fun division um, but i got chicago with you know seven to eight wins and last place um and then i have green bay as the next best team um, but probably in that same range. So I, I guess I'll, I'll say Chicago wins seven, Green Bay wins eight. Um, Green Bay defense can be really good if they're healthy. I mean, you've got Jair Alexander, you've got you've got Rashawn Gary and and uh, Smith, Preston Smith. 
but yeah. that's a pretty good pass rush. Kenny Clark is one of the best interior D linemen and has been for three, four years. Um, so it's a it's a really good defense. Yeah, they had some injuries last year too. That kind of <sighs> yeah, really that, bad. That, yeah, and it and things kind of went sideways on them, and you know, it got away from them quick. You know, and they were in a lot of games, and you know, Rogers didn't really have his typical oh. type of season. So, you know, uh, yeah. Last just, year, Aaron Rodgers kept this team, held this team back. I think um, instead I of think instead so of too. instead of being the band aid for this team, he actually made basically made the the wheels fall off on it because. Um, yeah. Him and Lafleur, you know, I don't care who says what. That was never on. They were never a good relationship there. <laughs> no, and then you know, Rogers was throw was throwing the kids under the bus from week one. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's right. Um, from week and one, Wat- it was the receiver's man, fault, and I'm like, man, that, that kid. Watson's a damn good receiver, and Watson's good. Yeah, and and that's the other. You know, like people are like, well, he's got Garrett Wilson. I'm like. I'm not so sure Wilson's much better than Watson. Those guys, those guys are the same to me. And Watson's maybe a little bit more physical a guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, we'll see. I think I think Garrett Wilson's probably a little bit better, uh, more polished route runner at this point. But yeah, Christian Watson, I mean, they yeah, I think he's gonna have a big year with Jordan Love this year. I could see yep. him catching ten touchdowns this year. Yeah. Um, which would, you know, there's a sleeper fantasy pick for all those yep. fantasy Absolutely. players. Absolutely. Christian Watson is going to be a good pick. Um, And, well, I don't know. We don't know much about Jordan Love. So it's hard to say. Um, He hasn't even played, you know, he hasn't played. He wasn't a starting quarterback for one years now. Yeah, that's right. So (laughs) we will see. But the one thing I do know is LaFleur probably is more excited for this year than any, even when he was winning 13 games with with Aaron Rodgers. His quarterback will run the plays he calls now. Exactly. He's running his (laughs) offense. So, um, we'll see if if LaFleur's a good coach or not. I have tended to say, "Eh," but I don't know, because it might have been Aaron Rodgers not letting him coach. (laughs) So, we will see. Um, The Packers could be sneaky. Uh, I think they're better than they were last year. But uh, for right now, I'm, I'm putting them number three in the NFC North. And then you got Detroit and Minnesota, and well, these are two fun teams for me. Obviously, I'm a Minnesota fan, so uh, every year I'm excited for the Vikings. Right. Um, I every year recently I've been excited for the Vikings, and when we when when the the narrative, the national media, if you will, talks about the Minnesota Vikings, it's always talking about okay, Adam Thielen this, Eric Kendricks that, um, Delvin Cook this. Yada yada, uh, but as a Minnesota Vikings fan, that all of this happened probably two three years too late. Um, even though I love all you know, all those guys love them, and there was a time and day where, like uh, 2019, right when all of those guys were playing so well, um, you know, even Harrison Smith to a certain extent, um, yeah. Anthony Barr, th- but but. They have name recognition because they were good, but on-field production was not good enough. And and so actually, uh, when Mike Zimmer was the coach in Minnesota, we kept trying to run it back because we're trying to, you know, hey, all the pieces are in place from the team that went to the NFC Championship game and, and was, you know, a top two seed. 
but players get older. Um, and you know, that's, that's the, the, the thing about evolves. football, right? That's, what, that's the thing about football, right, is that, like, when you said name recognition, and so people will, you know, be like, oh, yeah, you know, Barr and Thielen, you know. But it's not like baseball where the stats will tell you if a guy can't hit anymore, right? He, yep, he goes yep. from 280 to 270. The stats, the stats really don't tell you if, if a linebacker is a step late now to every play. And, no. the, and the and and the run goes from two yards to four yards and or four yards to eight yards because Barb wasn't getting to the ball anymore. So it's kind of harder, especially the way people watch football. A lot of people watch football through fantasy football eyes. Yep. Um, you know, if a guy had a good year for them one year and they won their league, they love that guy and he's gonna yep. bounce back this year. Yeah. Like, you know, it the question yeah. is, why was he not good? You know, like Thielen's was great when Diggs was there taking double and triple coverage all the time. And when Diggs left, Thielen kind of fell off. And then two years later, Jefferson got there. Or well, the next year Jefferson got there, but yeah. The two years later and Thielen's still not good now. And okay, well, maybe he's lost a half a step and he didn't have a half a step to lose. No, he didn't. Kirko didn't want to hear it. So, Kirko. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I was saying Kirk Cousins is, is a, he's a good quarterback and, and I will argue that all day. Um, the, the longer he's been, you know, my quarterback, the, the more I've liked him. Um, he gets a bad rap, but whatever. I, I can he live does. with that. That's fine. Um, Detroit. I like Jared Goff. Goff. Did, I mean, he did really well. I, it's you can't not like Dan Campbell. Um, right. You can't. Ben uh, Jacobson, the OC there, is going to be a head coach next year. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, love his attitude. He's a great player. Um, yeah. You know the the Gibbs kid. We'll see what that backfield looks like and how they use um, Montgomery yeah. and Gibbs together. Yeah, that, I like a, I like Montgomery. I like Montgomery. They're, they're a very solid team. You know, they're they're solid. They're, you're going to have to play to beat them, but they're not sneaking up on anybody this year. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. The defense is okay. I mean, that's what people are are kind of forgetting. This is a really good offense. I agree, but the defense is kind of just okay. Um, probably an average defense. Um, well, that the defense might be better than the Vikings, and so that might be enough to 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 be better than the Vikings this year. Um, but we'll see. The I like I like the Vikings. Uh, I like the Vikings offense better than Detroit still, even though they're both really good. Um, Hawkinson is not talked about a lot in Minnesota either. That's a that's a big kind of a game changer yeah. for them. Um, and so I've got the Vikings winning this division by a hair, probably because I'm a homer, but also <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not sweating about any of the departures. I think, uh, it was time to get a little bit faster, younger. Um, I think I, you know, I think it'll be, I think it's going to be a good year in Minnesota again. It's funny, right? Last year, about halfway through the season, I called you and I said, could it be that Dalvin Cook is your problem? Have we had that conversation? And you're like, yeah, I think he might be. 
Apparently, yeah, it, we're not the only ones who think that. No, <laughs> and we're not. The thing is, Delvin Cook's still a good running back. Um, sure, I, there's still some. There's still some solid years on him, but um, he is no longer a top five running back like he was for a couple of years. Um, and that that's fine. Like, not everybody understands. Like, you lose that little step, and that changes mm-hmm. things. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not sweating any of the losses this year. We are going to be um, an inexperienced on defense, but we were a really bad defense last year. So <laughs> I, you can't – I don't think – I think that gets a little bit better, and the offense is, is going to carry this team. Um, and without Delvin Cook, Kirk Cousins may have, uh, you know, 4,500 passing yards and 30-plus touchdowns. So look yeah. out there. And the other, you know, the other thing that, you know, everybody's talking about the the show quarterback on Netflix. And if you haven't watched it, you should watch it because it's super interesting. Um, yeah. But everybody's talking about how, you know, Kirk, Kirk's stock has risen. People are like, oh, we love Kirk Cousins now. He's just <laughs> one of us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there was no reason not to like him. But the other thing that you, that I think, should have happened was people should have gotten a little bit more respect for your head coach coming up out of the way he handled some stuff like like Kirk just going rogue and calling that quarterback speak on his own and all he did was like yeah don't do that yeah he's like (laughs) if you wanted a QB sneak I'll give you a better look for it man I could have given you a better line just why'd you do that don't do that again that relationship yeah I'm like wow like Wow, I co- I yelled at my son more than he yelled at Kirk <laughs> when if, if I was my, coaching. If my high school quarterback did that, I would ha- not handle it like that. But maybe now I can learn something from uh, Ko and and have that patience and, and calmness. That yeah, that yeah. that's crazy to me. Um, but that's also I kind of liked to hear that in a way, even though yeah. Kirk did not score on that. I like to hear that from a Kirk Cousins standpoint that he right. and people think he's like a robot. And I actually, I actually think that people don't like Kirk Cousins just because of the way things went down in Washington, which Did was you not in control. <laughs> well, right, right, right. But like, he he doesn't get to control that they drafted him in the same class as RG three, and everybody loved RG three because he was fun and exciting, and quarterbacks right. run like that at that time. He was kind of that the new breed of quarterback. Right. Um, he could throw. That was the difference. Yeah. He he could really still throw. He was by far still, I think, of all these running quarterbacks, except for maybe, I mean, Josh Allen can throw the football, but RG3 was a way better passer than Lamar or any of these other guys was. Yeah, and it was – I mean, coming off of Heisman, everybody – I mean, everybody liked RG3. I get that. Yeah. Um, and but it wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault that he took took his job. It just wasn't. And I think from there, everybody just kind of ragged on him. And then the whole can't win in prime time or can't beat good teams thing happened. And then you go, well, yeah, but the thing about playing good teams is you're playing good teams. Um, and so if you're on a right. not good team, you're going to lose those games. Yeah. So, um, and the other thing, you know, like. You know, they never gave him the long-term contract. He took his, yeah. he took his fantasy, he took his his fantasy, he took yeah. his franchise tag every year. Yeah, and he said, "All right, I'll play for the thirty million, Which you know, the Redskins ended up, you know, 
sabotaging themselves, but you know, that's Dan Snyder. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, and then he, ne you never heard him complain about it. He never said boo. He took it. He played, he took it, he played and then moved yeah. on. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't want to do that. That's not his, you know, yeah. he, he wanted a long-term contract too, but yeah. at that time, Washington or the owner didn't want to do that, which is fine, but that's not Kirk's fault. And then, and then people hated on him because he took the, the largest contracts. Was it the yeah. largest free agent contract ever or whatever? That At the time, yeah. Time? Yeah. So, okay, but here's the thing about you got to think about, okay? You, you give up nothing to get him. He's a free agent. So you're not trading for him, right? Right? You're not, you're not using any capital to get him because it's a free agent signing again, right? right. That, that money, again, not Kirk Cousins' fault for taking that, that, that contract. And now he's on a, a team friendly contract because the, the quarterback market has reset again. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's just, that's what happens with the quarterback contract. So um, anyone that's got kind of a negative taste in their mouth because of Kirk cousins can, can have that. That's totally their opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm not one of them. I like Kirk Cousins. I, yeah. uh, it, if, as soon as he wins one or two primetime games, yeah, win a couple yeah. of Monday night games, and then everybody can shut up about that, and then he'll be fine. <laughs> I, his his stat line is going to be fire this year. Um, Jordan Addison's <laughs> and TJ Hawkinson. There's no Dalvin Cook to feed in the backfield. Um, it It's going to be, uh, I don't know. It's going to shock some people, but not me. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. All right, let's move on to the NFC South. Which it seems like the South is uh, it's truly a college football area because the <laughs> both Souths are the two worst divisions. Yeah, uh, we got Falcons, Saints, Bucks, and Panthers. Um, I guess the Saints, in trading for Derek Carr, now have the best quarterback in the division. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's and that's and that's a little tough to say, but he, they do. Um, the thing is. These teams all have super easy schedules. I looked at the Falcons schedule right before we started this call because I looked at my projection and I'm like, maybe I was drunk or something when I wrote this down. So let me look at the schedule again. <laughs> and I'm like, if the if the Bills had the Falcons schedule, they might go 17 and 0, 16 and 1 at the most. If the Falcons <laughs> schedule is super easy. So I've got the Falcons winning this division, despite the fact Derek Carr is with the Saints. They're one game better than the Saints. I have the Falcons at ten and seven, and that's my hot take. The Falcons Ooh. are going to win ten games this year. Uh, love. And then the Saints, the Saints with nine, and then the Bucks with five, and the Panthers with four. Um, the Panthers, I think, have done a decent job of surrounding Bryce with a couple of decent players. So I think he'll have a decent rookie year, but they still need some more. Um, and the Bucks, they're, uh, I think they're going to be better than they were last year um, because they were so beat up last year and they made some moves on defense. They got a little bit faster on defense than they were last year. And I, I, you know, I happen to like their head coach. I think he's good. But I just think Baker is not very good. And Evans is another yes. year older. And Godwin's, 
you know, got beat up pretty bad last year, even though he had a really good year. Their running back situation is kind of meh. Yeah. Um, the Saints are probably the most complete team. Yeah, Baker is just Baker. You know, he, yeah. he is what he is. Um, the Saints are probably the most complete team, but I just, I just like the Falcons' attitude. I think they got a little bit of, they got a little bit of fire in their belly. I like the way they will punch you in your mouth. Like the Falcons were close last year. If they got just a little bit of, little bit of luck to go their way last year, they would have been, they would have won that division for sure. Yeah, I think the Falcons are going to take the step forward a little bit with Bijan Robinson adding another little weapon to them. And I like the Falcons with 10 wins. That's my, that's my, that's my luck there. Well, Hey, I am going to double down on that. And I have the Falcons winning this division as well. I, I look Uh at last year, they, uh, they were in like every game. I mean, uh, at least it felt like early and then, and then they switched to Ritter and, you know, whatever rookie quarterback, but I, I think it was a smart move, and it kind of set them up for probably more success now this year. Um, I don't, I don't know what Ritter. I don't. I'm not. I'm not super high on Ritter, but I do like their playmakers. Um, their offensive scheme is sneaky good. Um, yeah. They're gonna have a really nice run game with Algier and Bijan, and and um, Bijan's gonna add the pass catching to. Right. Uh, to the table, which is going to help out Ritter a bunch too. Yeah, uh, and, and they got Pitts in London. They got guys. They have a yeah, few, yeah. some good young players, you know. Yeah. So I, I like. Um, I, you know, probably that nine to ten. Yeah, it might it might might take ten wins to to win. Um, but I don't know. They they yeah. I think I I think they're the best team in the division. So I'm going Falcons one two, um, two Saints. Derek Carr, never been a huge fan, but also he's not bad. I mean, I no. don't, I'm not. Yeah, you he's know, functional. He's functional. I'm not going to rip on him at all. Technology, man. <laughs> Dang. Can you, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, okay. I'm just going to park here and we'll finish this baby up. Yeah, we got one division left. We can rock through this. Okay. All um, right. NFC East, um, this also a very strong division separated by a hair in any way, shape, or form. Um, we'll talk about the Eagles first. The Eagles lose both coordinators. Yeah. And people aren't really talking about that, I think, enough. Um, when, they, when they're just penciling in the Eagles to win this conference, let alone the division. Um, teams struggle when you switch switch coordinators, and they're switching both. Um, they also lost um, they lost some players on the, at the linebacker position. They lost the, one of their pass rushers. They they Miles Sanders is gone. You know they bring it in Swift, and they got you know. They're kind of always been a running back by committee, but Sanders kind of last year was the bell cow they, they kind of had there, and he's gone. And, you know, everybody kind of stayed healthy for them last year. They had no injuries. And everything went perfect for them. It's really hard for that to happen two years in a row. 
And I don't think their margin for error is all that much, but the Cowboys and Giants right behind them. Um, the Cowboys are solid. And it's funny, I was listening to uh, NFL radio last year, and there's a guy called in and was ranting about why they haven't made a move to try to get Jonathan Taylor. Because they got Pollard and nothing else. And Pollard's yeah. never been a bell cow. And he's coming off an injury. And he's kind of been injured every year that, that he's been there a little bit banged up. So this team's too good to, to not have a backup plan in place. They didn't want to bring Zeke back. And last year they kind of found a good niche, I thought, for, for Zeke. The, the short yardage and third down kind of worked for him and they kind of pissed that away. This is a team that's got $20 million in cap space. Why is Kareem Hunt not there? This, You know what I mean? You've got a really good defense. You've got yep. you know, the pieces in place where if things went right, the Cowboys could absolutely win the conference if things everything went right for them. You know, why there's guys, playoff Lenny's out there. Yeah, like, he would be a perfect sidekick for Pollard, but I don't know what they're waiting on. But that's crazy. You know, the Giants have added a bunch of speed, and that's the one thing we were missing last year that was making our offense a very, you know, the receivers were not very good, but you know they kind of plugged away at it, and Saquon came back nicely last year, and now we've added Paris Campbell and Jalen Hyatt. We, we got some wide receivers with some speed now, which should really help Daniel Jones. And thank you to the Cardinals. Isaiah Simmons gets traded for nothing yesterday. Yeah. Um, so him and, and Bobby Okorke, they now have two really good linebackers for Wink to play with. The Giants definitely closed that gap a lot. Um, and then the Commanders... They're a very solid defense, and they've got really good receivers, and the running backs aren't bad, but they have Sam Howell as their quarterback, and their backup plan is Jacoby Brissett, right? So Yeah. So, so they're a big gap in quarterback play from the other three teams who have three really good quarterbacks. So um, I think the commanders – have, have cemented themselves as the last place team. And hopefully they're going to change that name with the new owners next year. Cause that's <laughs> a really bad name. It's really bad. Yes. <laughs> I think Snyder yeah. did that on purpose. He's like, Oh, you're going to make me change my name. Fine. We'll be the commanders. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that one. Yeah. We'll yeah. take the worst one out here. Right. Um, I have it. Eagles winning the division by a game. At eleven and six, Giants and Cowboys tied at ten and seven, and then the Commanders. I have them at seven and ten. Um, the bad news for this division, the same as it is for the AFC East, is that as if the division wasn't tough enough, you got to play the AFC East. So you're getting the Bills, Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots as your four games from the AFC. So um, that's going to bring you- their records down. As a as a football fan, that's exciting because those are some really nice. This going to be really good games to watch. Yes, um, but it also is going to make um, 
the Vikings and the Seahawks will be happy about that because it'll make their wild card <laughs> their wild card quest a little bit easier. Yeah. Reachable. Yep. A little bit more reachable. Yep. I um yeah, I like this division too. I think it's really good. What I like about this division is it's four balanced teams where you've got good offenses that complement a good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Philadelphia, I, for, I don't have any reason that they wouldn't be the number one team again. And, and, and likely the NFC favorites. Um, and we haven't really talked about any playoff, you know, predictions, but uh, I, 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 I think the Eagles will be the top team in this division because they are very balanced. Now the things that could go wrong are their, their best two offensive linemen are old. Yeah, I mean Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey was gonna retire two years ago. Right. Um, they're both still really good, and that's a really good offensive line. Um, but if if there were to have some injury bugs, you know that would be where I would. Yeah, you know, I think kind of Lane Johnson is more more the risk of that than yeah. Kelsey because Kelsey has kind of been healthy for most part. But like you yep. said, the age will catch up to him. Wayne Johnson has had injuries and he was hurt last year for a bit. Yep. Uh, you know, so yeah, if, if, if one of those guys goes, if, especially if Kels goes that, if, if they lose Kels, I think that would, that could send them into a spiral where they might not make the playoffs if they lost him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's so good and he anchors that offensive yep. line so well. Um, but yeah, I mean, if the Eagles stay healthy, I think that they're number one. Um, I'm going Washington too. And, and I, I think they will make the playoffs at two in this division. Um, although, it, you know, it's a coin flip for the next three teams, in my opinion. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying they're by far the best team. Yeah. Um, uh, but I am hoping um, that now the the new, um, I don't know, why am I drawing a blank on his name, from Kansas City there. Um, be enemy. Be, thank you. Be enemy. Yeah. I am hoping that he's got some some juice in his offense there, and I, we I have no idea what Sam Howell is um, in the preseason. You know, he looks he looks fine, so that's a good sign, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, but I really like uh, Terry McLaurin. I really like Jahan Dotson. I think their backfield yeah. with Robinson and and Gibson is is solid. That's a nice yeah. one to punch. Yeah. Um, so I want, maybe this is, a, I want to believe, um, <laughs> but I'm going, I'm going to say that they're going to be kind of a sneaky, uh, wild card team. And that defense is really good. Um, yeah. The defense so is really good. And you know, the thing with the enemy, right? Like you, you, you know, we, the reason why I've stopped believing, like when you've got coordinators that come from a great head coach, they don't really do so well on the back end. Like, Belichick's guys have never really, never really stuck when they went anywhere else. So we'll see if the Andy Reid tree does a little bit better. But. Here's what I love, though. He's an offensive coordinator. He doesn't have to go and do something new now. He gets to just be the offensive coordinator. He doesn't have to be the head coach. That's true. Uh, That's true. I, that To me, I'm hoping that that works. Who knows? It, it Maybe it won't. I don't know, but... <laughs> Um, the defense is strong. So if he just, even if all he brings is some creativity to that offense, um, the, the playmakers on the, on the outside are, are good. So, um, yeah, they're, 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 if we, if we're judging 
playmakers, I I might like their playmakers better than Dallas's. Yeah, because you look at Dallas and you go, okay, you got CeeDee Lamb, um, but then you got Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup. They yeah, meh. Yeah, yeah, meh. Yeah, that's meh. solid. And, but... You know, and, and Pollard's good, but there's just nobody Pollard. behind yeah. him. He's just Pollard. They got a new – they lost their tight end. You know, so skill-wise, yeah. the commander's skill positions are better. The question is, is Sam Howell going to be better than Dak Prescott? Yeah. It, I think it. I think it could happen. I don't. I'm not a Dak hater, but I'm also not a Dak truther by any right. means. <laughs> I just call it what I see. Yeah, and he's yeah, a yeah, solid yeah. quarterback. You know. Yep. Um, and that's a good defense too. They got yep. tons of play. I mean, Micah Parsons is is for my he's money top three defensive player in the league for he's sure. Um, and so yeah, I like I like Dallas. I guess I'll go Dallas over New York. Um. Just because I, I think that, that Micah Parsons is probably the best defensive player. Um, Diggs, we'll see what Stephon Gilmore's got left in the tank. I think he's in Dallas now, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see there. Um, and then and then New York is going to be a good football team. But, like, when we talked about the schedule, yeah, that's rough. You know, if yeah. I think Washington could be two in this division with uh, 10 or 11 wins. Not because ten or eleven wins is necessarily reflective of the talent on these teams, but that's kind of a brutal schedule for all these teams. Yeah, um, it's going to be who can survive it. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have to both. All of these teams are going to have to steal it. Unfortunately, I think for the Patriots, everybody's going to have to beat them. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the <laughs> game you got to go. Like. And it's hard when you when you say you have to beat you, Belichick. Yeah, is is the game you you cannot absolutely lose. Then you're gonna go, wow, that's that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm not buying that the NFC East is gonna go four and zero versus New England either. So right, uh, somebody right, Belichick's gonna get somebody at least at least sure. one, if not two. Like yeah. Mac Mac Jones would be the will be the worst quarterback in all of those games. Yeah. Um. But Belichick knows how to protect his quarterbacks, and you've got to – yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the NFC East is going 4-0 against Belichick, and that's – whoever loses to them is definitely not <laughs> not winning the division for sure. Yeah, I hope that Waller stays <laughs> healthy for the Giants. Um, I think that's a big, big, big thing for for uh, for Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. That would, that if Waller stays healthy, the Giant offense, but with, with Dayball – Calling plays and yeah. what Jones brings with his feet to like their offense becomes super dangerous. Yeah, and Barkley needs to stay healthy too. So yeah. last yeah. year he did, and they had a really good year, and they will have another good year if he stays healthy again. Yeah. But we'll see if that happens because if they lose him, that's that's huge. Well, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well that wraps us up, and we've uncovered the answers to the football universe, I believe, right here. <laughs> Yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right. I appreciate your time, Troy. And uh, we'll have to do this again. Absolutely check in. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll do them periodically throughout the season. We'll check in and we'll see where we are and we'll update what we see, what we don't see from teams yep. along the way. Yeah, this is fun. I think All that's right. good. All right. I appreciate you, man. Have a good evening. Everybody yeah, out there, I hope you guys – 
enjoyed what we what we laid out here for you, and um, we will be checking in later on in the season. Y'all be good. Everybody be safe.